Welcome to part two of our awesome conversation with Brianna Dunbar, who is the host of Badass Basic Bitch Podcast, and you are able to find her on Instagram under at mumboss in Austin. We are going to go dive straight in back into the discussion where we were talking about female mentors and everything Brianna has been doing to give back. I also do want to give a shout out to Dibs Beauty, um, which is a beauty brand um, founded by Courtney Shields. We spoke about it in the last episode. Um, I'm not going to lie. I am obsessed. Um, I've mentioned it a couple of times on my Instagram and I love their statistics. Um, so basically you can use it as a highlighter either on, um, you know, your face or your body. I sometimes do, um, you know, my collarbone, um, especially as we're coming up to summer. So I highly recommend them. And also their lip definers are incredible. And I also do have, um, a couple of their shades which is a mixture of kind of contouring and then blush bronzer. Um, so definitely recommend if you haven't heard um, of this incredible brand. It's called Dibs Beauty. All right, let's go straight back to part two. Like I have great mentors that are male and that have been great, like they've supported me, like definitely assisted, but I really struggle to find female mentors who are also willing to give me that time and kind of help. And I always, you know, to hear that you were doing something like that and you're giving your time for free is awesome. Um, Cause I think that's what we should be doing. Like, absolutely. I, I don't know why we don't kind of help make it easier for other women um or kind of open up that door so at least you can go to someone and you know speak about advice or whatever it is totally and i think more so recently um in 2020 like 2019 i said okay i've i've built so many people's brands mm-hmm. and i've always been behind the scene building fortune 100 500 companies their brands um i want to build my own And so that's when the podcast started. That's when my own Instagram started and all of that. And um, so I've been slowly building that, not for the purpose to be an influencer and sell stuff and shill stuff and make money. That's not my goal whatsoever. It's to build a network. It's to build a community that women have a safe place where we can hear stories, where we can share stories, where we can feel comfortable um, because what I realized was in the space of the internet of the um, Instagrams and TikToks Mm. is a very dirty corner. Mm -hmm. And that corner is like the, what is it called? The G-O-M-I get off my internet groups and Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. Reddit groups. And it is, it's, it's sad. Like mm-hmm. I get sad. I've gone off. I, I've gone to Reddit before. Um, you know, like I said, I have a, a great friend who is an influencer. Mm-hmm. She has her own Reddit group and I've gone there and I've read the comments mostly coming from women. I would say 95% coming from women. And it's sad for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if I can create at least some sort of balance to that, 
of positivity, mm-hmm. um, then, then maybe some people will leave that and come to the positive side of things and empower women and support women. Then, you know, talk about how dirty their hair is and oh, how, know. you know, they say the wrong things or do the wrong things or it's, I, I don't get it. It's really hard for me as a woman who suffered from an eating disorder for two decades. It's hard for me to see that that's where people go to and spend their day. Yeah, I agree. But to your point, especially, and I'm generalizing, especially women, like why we can't just be more supportive or, you know, I was talking to my mom about this earlier and I'm originally from Scotland. So the UK, and she's actually over this week. Um, it's the first time we've seen her in like two years, thanks to COVID. Um, but anyway, I was saying to her how different I feel living in Texas and, you know, my friends, you know, with my podcast or, you know, other things happening at work, I feel like they're so supportive and great. Um, and, you know, some other friends or, you know, acquaintances or whatever, it's like, they just, there's something in them that they just can't be happy for other people. And I see that online. It's like they hide behind their phone or their profile, whatever it is. And they go and the comments that they write underneath people that they don't know, <laughs> like, yeah. like why that energy? And I don't understand how you can't just accept people for who they are and be like wow good for you for going doing that and like to your point I follow Courtney and I think she's great and I I mean honestly I'm influenced way more than I should be so my bank balance (laughs) hates it um but it's like you know she's genuine right and she you know puts herself out there but I just hate how negative the world is it's just it sucks sometimes so for you to be able to kind of create a space that allows people to have good conversations, positive conversations and supportive conversations. That's how it should be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of that, if you're talking about beauty, yeah. a lot of the ugly is mm. also from within and it is the ugly is there's like deep rooted pain. And I know this, because when I was at my darkest place, my unhealthiest place, I definitely felt the jealousy, the judgment, those thoughts on other people, because seemingly they looked happier or better or prettier mm-hmm. or whatever it was. And I wanted it. And I was like, I'm the same as you. Like I'm, I have the same skin. I have the same, you know, height, the same body type. Why, why you, why not me? Yeah. And it is so spiraling. Yeah, and it is now, you know, over 10 years now, um, very focused on myself and positive positivity and empowerment. And I celebrate women successes versus envy them. And it's because inside I feel good and I'm beautiful and I'm in a really great place. Um, and so when I see those Reddit groups and people's comments, I'm like, I feel sad for them because I don't want them. I don't want that person to be in a sad, dark, unhealthy place. Like they deserve to be happy and at peace with themselves. They don't have to bring someone down to feel good. Um, so it's just a, it's a a black hole. (laughs) It really, it really is. I also think it takes more effort to think positively, change that mindset and work on that, even just daily gratitude 
then it takes, it's the same when you think of like bad reviews, you look online to a restaurant instantly. If you're not happy about something, people are so quick to be like, Oh God, I went to this place last week. It sucked. The service was bad. It's like rare sometimes that people will make that much effort to go on and write like a good review. And that's what we need to change. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. We could talk about that literally all day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so you are expecting another one. So mama three going on mama four and with, you know, the podcast with, um, you know, your businesses, how do you like find the balance? And sometimes I hate saying that word, but um, like, how do you manage to kind of juggle and prioritize, you know, your kids, but then at the same time, like run a successful business. And then I know from a podcast, you're spending time researching, you know, finding the right people to bring on, have that decent dialogue. How do you, any tips? <laughs> I only have one, so I don't know why I'm, I still can't manage. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. I, are, do you know who boss babes are like the, yes. Okay. So Danielle was on my podcast and I asked her this question and her answer like completely changed my purview of my own answer. And I was like, I'm stealing that answer. Um, because her point, her, her response was dead on. It was like, it's okay to not have a balance. You're going to go through seasons where you have to tell your family and friends, like, I'm sorry, I can't be a good friend right now. Yeah. And it's a really busy time for this business. I'm, I'm launching a new podcast and I'm so sorry that I just can't be there for you. Um, I just, this needs me more, you know? Um, and vice versa of like, sometimes the podcast takes a hit, uh, because my friends need me more. And Mm -hmm. so I need to say podcasts, like I get that you do the best job researching or finding the best guests for that topic, but like your friends need you more. Yeah. Um, and with that being said, my kids always come first. Yeah. I mean, I come first because I cannot be a good mom, a good partner, um, a good anything, unless I don't take care, unless you know, I take care of myself first. And that means I prioritize myself in terms of my mental health, my physical health, um, and like me time, because those Mm -hmm. are the three most important things. If, if those aren't in a good check, then everybody suffers. That's under me. And so I always make that first mental and physical health goes first for me. Um, and then, you know, obviously my kids, um, And I am very good at like organizing and scheduling and the biggest, uh, skill that I have is outsourcing. (laughs) Oh yeah. That is key. Like, it's so (laughs) funny because my kids, oh my God, talk about like little sponges. Um, I don't remember what exactly I asked my daughter for, but we were outside and she is six. And I said, okay, Oh, can you, we have to like water the plant. Can you just go and get some water? Okay. For the plant. It's super important. And and I'll wait here and I'll hold the plant, whatever, like using this as an example, she goes, okay. She opens the door. She goes, Hunter, this is my husband. Can you bring us down some water? (laughs) And then he's just like, he's like, you're just like your mother. Like you outsource (laughs) everything. And, but in all honesty, like 
there are a lot of things that I do for my business that I, instead of me taking all of the profit, I reinvest it to have the right people help me. Um, yeah. And if that means that I don't, you know, make a hundred percent of the profit, then so be it because yeah. the, my mental health and physical health comes first. Oh gosh. Yeah. So I, I do outsource a lot of my stuff for the business campaign management, um, putting editorial calendars together, even writing content. Sometimes it's just, it's needed. Um, and then for my household, um, I will spend the money for the cleaning help Mm -hmm. and sometimes grocery help and, um, you know, stuff like that. The only thing I don't outsource is cooking. Cause like I, love cooking. I cook like six meals a week. We do not do takeout. It's just super important to me to cook with my family and, and eat the food together. Um, uh, but I'll outsource the cleaning. (laughs) No, I get that. And I guess it also goes back to having that good relationship with food, right. And enjoying making it, um, and the freshness. So yeah, I get that. But yes, I'm the same when it comes to, um, we, uh, got a cleaner, I think when we first kind of moved here, uh, and especially since we've had our daughter, it's, I don't want to spend the weekend cleaning the house. I would rather spend time having fun with her. Um, so yes, I think those situations, and I know a couple of my girlfriends, um, like when we're talking about stuff like this, it's funny. They attended, I think it was like an HR event or something with work. And I think they asked like one of the presidents, like, how, how do you continue to be successful? Something like that. And they said exactly the same thing. Outsource, yeah. get someone to buy your food, get someone <laughs> to buy your food, all of it. So you can spend time on the things that you want and prioritize the things that you need. Totally. And I think the other advice is I um, have really been working on boundaries for work um, where um, I, so I was previously married. My first three are with my ex. I remarried last year to Hunter and that's who um, we're expecting with. And um, it was, I did not have good boundaries uh, and especially for work and people in general. So for the past, past four years, I've been working on it. And, you know, I, uh, I'm in a leadership role right now. Yeah. I'm on a leadership team and some of my, my counterparts who are female, uh, they don't have children and I don't think that they want children. And yeah. it's hard when you're a mom of three, soon to be four yeah. to, have a counterpart who's similarly the same as you, you know, so willing to work the weekends. Oh yeah. So willing to answer the phone at 7 PM at any time, any text Mm -hmm. message, any Slack, any, any phone call, like I'll work all the time. And I had a huge argument where I literally cried in person in a leadership meeting with everybody at the table, men and female. And I cried because I, I felt like I was attacked of, you know, Brianna, you don't work the weekends. Mm -hmm. You don't put in the extra effort. You don't do this. Like I felt that way. And I stood up for myself and I said, I don't care. Mm -hmm. You don't, you have like, you don't share your children. So you don't get to tell me how I prioritize my work in my life. You make your own choices. You are your own person. 
And if you want to work all those crazy hours, that is your choice. Yeah, you but if do, yeah. you have that expectation on me, then I shouldn't be here. And so if that's your expectation, let me know because I will put in my notice and leave because Did I will not. Uh, well, yeah, I had a long, we had a very long conversation about this, but <laughs> it was, it, and it was, it was rough because mm-hmm. the response to my initial, um, my initial comment of like, you don't share your children because, you know, they don't, they're not divorced. They don't know what it's like yeah. to only have your children like three weekends a month or two weekends a month. Mm-hmm. And their response was like, well, then just tell us when you don't have your children. You're like, no, 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 no. I'm like, what <laughs> do you want me to put together my possession calendar for oh you? Oh God, that's crazy. And that's when I said, like, if this is what is expected of me at this company, I don't belong here. This is not the company I want to work for. Yeah. So you tell me what's your expectation. And I'm totally, I don't, I don't need to be here. This does not pay my mortgage. It is extra money for me. Yeah. It is experience for me. It's something different for me. So mm-hmm. like, I don't have to sacrifice myself if this is what you want from me. And it's definitely changed. And like, don't get me wrong. I'm going to work this weekend because I have something that I have to get done that I didn't get done. And so I put in the time, yeah. but it's the expectation. And it's really hard as a woman to set those boundaries and stick up for yourself in yeah, front of the, uh, in front of people in that type of situation. So yeah, it is. And I think especially to your point with other women who have different circumstances to you, because then it's easier for them to be like, oh, well, Joe's fine. You're like, yeah, I know Joe's fine. Well, she was the one who called me. (laughs) She was actually the one who called me out on it. Oh yeah. That would have, I think provoked a lot of what you said. I was like, like talking, like crying. And I'm like, I'm like a super, (laughs) I'm at the point now, like I'm vulnerable. I don't care if I'm going to cry in front of people, I'm going to cry. It's just, I'm not going to fake it. I am who I am. And if it means that I'm going to cry in a meeting with like four other C-level people, then so be it. I don't care. (laughs) But it's, it's also being human, but I think as well, people don't sometimes appreciate when you do have kids, whether it's one or four, well, obviously it's way harder when you do have more than one from a logistical standpoint but even things like when you've done like your full day you then come home and it's like you have another full-time job and then once they go to bed you then also have to kind of then disconnect from being that you know professional during the day you're then a mom and then you're like oh damn now I'm a wife (laughs) it's a lot it's a lot just in a day to kind of move those hats around um and it's, again, it's, it's difficult. Like I see it if I'm speaking with like my younger colleagues that, you know, don't have kids or they're in different circumstances. Um, you know, they might not have a mortgage or whatever it is. And you're talking about completely different things. Like, Hey, let's go out for happy hour tonight. And you're like, no, I literally can't like that is, I can't just <laughs> leave like this. Like yeah. there's a lot in the background. Yeah. It's hard. It is hard. So I, I say you're your biggest, uh, you're, you're the best keeper of you. You're yeah. your biggest advocate and you have to stick up for yourself. And if that means showing a more vulnerable side, like you will build confidence and you will be proud of yourself if you stick up for yourself and, and keep your boundaries. 
Yeah, 100%. Um, so I'm conscious of time because um, I think I promised in my note, I'm like, no, I won't take more than 40 minutes. And I know I've gone over. Um, oh, it's fine. I don't have my kids tonight. So <laughs> um, don't say that because then I'll continue to have questions. So um, I was telling my husband earlier, I was like, oh, I'm going to be interviewing you. And I kind of went through like your background. I was like, hey, what would you ask? Um, and we're massive fans of how I built this. I don't know if you've ever um, listened to the podcast by yep. Guy Raz. Um, so my husband was like, oh, my God, you need to ask this question. So I'm sure you will recognize that he asks every guest. I'm stealing his content here. Um, so from your success how much would you attribute to luck and how much was it just pure skill? Yeah. Um, I do. I do. I, so I listened to almost every one of his episodes. Yeah, I, love I know that question. <laughs> I, 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 I usually, I usually walk, like walk and listen to him. And I, you know, imagine myself one day being on yeah. his podcast and him asking okay, let's me just this. For a second, I'm him. <laughs> Okay, guy, I have been waiting for you to ask me this for years. (laughs) Um, You know, I definitely think there's a little bit of luck. Um, It's the, it's being in the right place at the right time, right? Mm -hmm. There's, and I think that can go for anybody. And everyone always has a little bit of that. But that's like, five to 10% of it. It's the skill of seeing that opportunity seeing of what can be from that opportunity and like seeing the tiny little opening in it and grabbing it. And for me, that's whether that's skill or personality. um, I think for me, it's like way more personality than some kind of skill that I have, but I would say like 90 to 95% of it is skill and personality. And then you just have that little dash of luck that you capitalize on oh hell yeah it's like seeing the opportunity but then having the personality to take it and grab it and run with it absolutely and to have the personality to when things get hard or difficult or obstacles get in your way that you continue to push through it so you can have that next little opening of luck right time right place um, Mm -hmm. to capitalize on it Yeah, I love that. Um, Okay, so we will finish with a quick fire round. So just answer whatever comes into your head. Um, So I'm conscious of this next question because you are pregnant, but let's just go with it anyway. Um, So favorite cocktail? Okay, I love any kind of craft cocktail. Yeah. Um, I love vodka and tequila. Mm -hmm. So I would say- Obviously not together. No. (laughs) Not together. Those are just my two go-tos separately, depending yeah. on what kind of food I'm eating. <laughs> okay, I love that. I was like, oh man, is that a new cocktail? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, the liquor. Like I would, I would literally like sip tequila if that was yeah, like appropriate. <laughs> yeah, it is great. Um, who would play you in a movie? Oh, shoot. I am so bad with actresses. I don't even know that I know like an actress. Okay. I'm just going to say Christina or what's her name? Christina Ricci because we kind of look alike. Oh yeah. I love her. She's great. Um, haven't seen her in a while. Not that I'm friends with her, but anyway, (laughs) (laughs) not that she cares. Um, most used emoji. 
Um, oh my God, the sweaty laughing, laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I use that one all the time. Um, if you were a sex and say character, who would you be? Okay. I've never seen an episode. You've never seen it? No, none of it. Oh. No, I just know Samantha is the main character, but like, yes. I wouldn't know her personality or even anything. So oh what, who, what do you think? <laughs> For you, um, I would probably say, um, honestly, I would probably say Carrie Bradshaw, but with the mixture of Samantha more from like, you go after it and you get it and you work hard. Okay. I'm going to Google that. (laughs) I mean, gosh, I don't think I've met anyone that's not seen it, but that's okay. Um, If you could only pick two skincare products, what would they be? Ooh, two skincare products. Um, I would definitely have to go with like my moisturizing cream just because I have really dry skin. Yeah. And at this moment, I'm going to pick a dipstick because it's technically two in one. It could be lipstick, eyeshadow, blush, everything. God, It is great. And literally everyone that's listening, dibs is like the best brand. (laughs) I bought so much already. Um, if you could be anyone for one day, who would you be? Um, Cheryl Sandberg. Okay. I love that. Um, and last one, what is your life motto favorite phrase that you live by? Oh my God. Okay. So my husband would want me to say, why are you coming at me? But that's really not my life motto. <laughs> it's just an inside joke of whenever I'm in a situation that's chaotic. I always say that of like, why are you coming at me? Um, but no, that's not it. Uh, I think, oh, geez, Louise, I don't know. My life motto phrase um I guess it would be like it always could be worse (laughs) that's true that is true I feel like I I say a lot of that all the time I feel like when someone gives me like bad news or something else I'm like well could be worse or I am (laughs) like probably unhealthily optimistic about stuff I'm the same to the detriment of everyone around me if there's like the worst thing I'm like okay let me try and find something positive here <laughs> totally and it's a good way to friends yes yeah, so my friends are like we just don't want to be positive <laughs> yeah. I'm like that just does not commute with me <laughs> okay. yeah um well hey Brianna thank you so much for joining me um this afternoon I really appreciate your time um and for everyone listening you can go find her on Instagram it's under mom boss in Austin um, and also please listen to her awesome podcast called badass bitch badass basic bitch yeah, yeah. thank you so thank- for having me on here it's been a joy I love it. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate your time. Yeah. Let me know when this aired and I want to listen to it. (laughs) I will. Thank you. Have a nice evening. All right. Have a good one.